0: We often hear from our non-Catholic Catholic brethren that the dogma of the perpetual virginity of Mary is false because it says right there in the Bible, Jesus had brothers, brothers and sisters, and it says it right here. And therefore, you Catholics don't know that Mary had other children and Mary had relations with Joseph. Well, first of all, it says in the Bible that she didn't have relations until the birth of Jesus. Well, first of all, the word until in the original language of the scriptures is not used in the same way as it does in English. In English, we use the word until, meaning that up until a certain point of time, something that was one way has become completely a different way. It's not how it was used in the original language. In fact, I just read in scripture, praying on the plane on the way home last night, That all, I think it was in, yeah, it was in the divine office yesterday. And it says Christ will rule over all the nations until, or God until, will rule until God puts all enemies under his feet. Well, wait a minute. Does that mean after God puts his enemies under Christ's feet that Christ will no longer reign? No. And it's the same with the brothers and sisters. The word used in the Greek, remember the scriptures are written in Greek, and in the Hebrew is the word in Hebrew is ah, A-H, and the word in the Greek is adelphos. And they did not designate in the Greek and the Hebrew siblings from close relatives. So any brothers of Jesus did not have to be a blood sibling but could s- simply have been a cousin, or a-, a close relative, or close person of the family. It does not mean, have to mean at all, biological brother. And so, this is the point of the presentation of Mary. This is the celebration that we celebrate today. It's known here in the West as the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. But do you know what it's in the East? beautiful. The entry of the most holy theotokos into the temple. That's beautiful, isn't it? That's the East. So what happened? Well, religious parents would consecrate their children to God, both before the birth and after the birth. And so Mary was consecrated both. Now it's funny because what is Mary's role? I think this is awesome. Mary is daughter, mother, and spouse. She's all of it. She's the daughter of the Father. She is the mother of the Son. And she's the spouse of the Holy Spirit. She, she does it all. <laughs> you, can't, you can't miss this. So this feast is associated with um, you know, the tradition. It's not specifically in the New Testament, but remember, because something is not in the Bible doesn't mean it didn't happen. The Bible itself says that the Bible doesn't record all the events or all the books of the world couldn't contain it. So the Bible itself says not everything is in the Bible, very clearly. This is a case in point. What is it based on? It is based on the Proto-Evangelium of James, which dated prior to the year 200. Now, here's the point. What are these apocryphal gospels, like the Proto-Evangelium of James, or Gospel of Peter, the Gospel of Thomas, the Gospel of Mary, doesn't mean that Thomas, Peter, and Mary wrote them. It just means that these were gospels that were floating around at the time uh, of the early centuries that were deemed by the church not to be inspired by the Holy Spirit. But it doesn't mean that they didn't have some historical or good content or some things that were useful. That's how we get the names Jochem and Anne, that we celebrate Mary's parents. They come from those apocryphal Gospels. Now, these apocryphal Gospels are different than the books Martin Luther took out. Those are called deuterocanonical books, like Maccabees, Judith, Wisdom, Tobit, those are the books Martin Luther took out. They were part and are part of the canon of the Bible. These are not the Protoevangelium of James, although it holds some value. What happened? What does it say? All right. In Thanksgiving for the birth of Mary, Joachim and Anne, this is Mary's parents, as you know, consecrated her to God. This is fascinating. And they brought her at the age of three to the temple in Jerusalem. Hence, in the east, it's called the entry of the most holy Theotokos into the temple. So this is Mary being presented in the temple, different from Jesus being presented, which we'll celebrate next, early next year. So Mary's presentation draws a lot of similarity, all of this does, to the Old Testament. Do you remember the prophet Samuel? Okay. I did a talk this last Saturday on women of the Bible. It's out there on YouTube. And we talked a little bit about this, but anyway, the prophet Samuel, who was his mother, Hannah, Hannah. And like, Anne, she was thought to be barren. So just like the mother of Mary, This Hannah was thought to be barren, and she gave birth to Samuel. And what did she do? She offered him as a gift to God. So just the same way. Now, Mary remained in the temple until she was 12, tradition says. You don't really think about this. And that's when she was assigned to Joseph, betrothed early, so Western, in the West depictions that we have, they focus on this lone figure of this little young Mary climbing the steps of the temple. You ever seen those? That picture's famous. I show them all the time on my Saturday talks if it's about Mary. There's that famous paintings, many of them, of this little girl climbing up the stairs, and there's these high priests at the top of the stairs And there's Mary's parents at the bottom of the stairs. This is the presentation of Mary. It also ties with her perpetual virginity because she consecrated herself to God. So anyway, and she left her parents at the bottom and climbs towards these chief priests and the other temple leaders at the top of the steps. It's a beautiful picture if you've ever seen it. So according to Coptic tradition, Her father, Joachim, he died when Mary was six. Now again, this is tradition. And her mother, Mary, died when Mary was eight. So Mary lost her parents at a very early age, six and eight. And that left her focused only on the Lord. Now, we don't know this for historical fact. It isn't. The point is to show that even in her childhood, Mary was completely dedicated to God. And so to finish, this has been, has been written about in the church. And in 1974, I just looked this up late last night when I got home, in the encyclical, Marialis Cultus. Paul VI wrote about this. He said, quote, Despite its apocryphal content, which I just talked about, It presents lofty and exemplary values and carries on the venerable traditions having their origin in the Eastern churches. So this was talked about by the church. And so to finish again, the three feasts, they all tie together. This is beautiful, right? The birthday of Our Lady, right? September 8th, the holy name of Mary and the presentation of Mary all correspond to the three feasts of Jesus. Do you know what they are? Christmas, the birth of Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Mary on September 8th. The holy name of Jesus. We also have a holy name of Mary. And the presentation of Mary corresponds with the presentation of Jesus that we will celebrate in February. How beautiful. And so today, November, 21st is also a pro Proorantibus day, a day of prayer for cloistered religious, totally dedicated to God in prayer, silence, and concealment. So today is a special day that we need to ask help from our Blessed Mother. She is the way that leads us to Jesus. And here we see her being dedicated to God. You know, it's interesting, online, I see, um, all of the comments and most of them are good. I've, I've always pointed this out and that's beautiful, but there are several still out there that all the words from Mary and the Marian apparitions are satanic, demonic. And when you read though, what Mary actually has to say, that must mean Satan's become a Christian because everything Mary utters leads you to her son. Everything she says gives us and leads us to her son. So if that is satanic, then the devil has become a Christian because every single word she utters is for our salvation, for our purification. And that's what the whole presentation is about. Purification, especially the presentation after the birth of Jesus. But Mary is dedicated to God and bringing us to her son is a beautiful gift that Jesus gave to us at the cross. So let us honor Our Lady on this special day.
1: Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy.